Sky Blue Stories back for another week down your airwaves, Sean. And um, we've had a late sub tonight on Sky Blue Stories. And your phone just beeped. Is that me? Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? That's so unprofessional. All right, sorry, my bad. Look, uh, we have a sub fresh off the bench. Uh, Nick Rojas. No, Nick Rojas. Uh, welcome, Nick. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's Rojas. Rojas. <laughs> yeah. No relation? Uh, no. No, <laughs> thank God. I, I get asked that question. Yeah, a lot, times. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much uh, better than yeah. Jimmy. So yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy's out tonight and we've brought Nick in. Mate, thanks for um, thanks for popping in. At, no, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, uh, Jono, who runs the social media, for those that don't know, um, completely stuffed up the timing. <laughs> Thought we'd have you last week, but yeah. um, I've got to be excited. So, no, I know you did. <laughs> uh, I uh, appreciate you. Uh, you're not rubbing that in too much no, um, along the way. Very Look, we're right. as we as we record in the Bella Vista Hotel, uh, the Wonderful Hills Podcast Studio. We uh, we're ten days from kickoff of well Sydney FC kickoff anyway. Mm. Uh, as we speak, who knows what'll happen, Sean, with um, Gladys and and Mr. Andrews. Uh, Talking border wars at the moment, but um, but they're here. They're in your hood, the Phoenix. That is the Knicks. They're around. The Knicks are around. So look, there's little doubt. I think that the Sydney Wellington game will go ahead, whether or not it'll be the first game or not. Uh, Could be like all age park football, where you know the team just doesn't show up and you get a forfeit <laughs> and three points, yeah. right? <laughs> I reckon. I reckon we'd be happy if the Melbourne teams just forfeited the rest of the season. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight we're um, we're gonna. Do the socials a little bit differently. Uh, we're also going to touch on uh, the, the 11 principles that the FFA released. Uh, look, they're not strictly Sydney FC related, but I think they're uh, important enough for us to have a, a bit of a chat about later on. Um, and obviously we're going to get into Nick's Sky Blue story at some point as well, um, which I'm really looking forward to and, and um, with, with some, some very interesting anecdotes yeah. along the way um, to hear about. So... Why don't we um, Why don't we get started, Sean? Uh, the socials this week. Well, do you think you're Sydney FC's biggest fan? Yes. All right. Okay. Moving on. All right. No, <laughs> uh, Julian. We met Julian. And for anyone who follows anything and everything to do with the club via t- the Twitter sphere, everyone should know uh, Julian Bombuck. I think yeah. I said that right. Um, owner of over thirty Sydney FC jerseys. Um, so you might have come across his video on the socials through the Sydney FC Facebook page and website. Um, going through his favourite Sydney FC jerseys, mm. and his was that. Oh, what year was it? It was, it was the away strip, the black with the, the blue 11-12? trim. Yeah, Nicky Carl, Brett Emberton. That's right. Yeah. yeah, which I quite like. It's quite a nice What's strip. Good. I do. I quite like the black mm. with a bit of blue down the sides. I know my personal favourites are really basically any FFA ACL kind of jersey. Something different. Yeah, something different. Nick, mm. you got a favourite favourite jersey? Um, I do like. Basically all the ACL jerseys. Yeah, um, but I th- sick. think I probably have to go with either the eleven, twelve, or twelve, thirteen. I really like the Adidas like yep. coloring, mm. and even though the um, who was it, Webjet? Yeah, uh, yeah, on the on the yeah. front, it was alright. But <laughs> look, take Webjet off those jerseys. <laughs> no, if you take it off, and, like, <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Is there a bit of Del Piero bias there? Do you think? Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many how many jerseys do you reckon you own? Um, I probably own about every. From every season from 20, 2012 till now. Wow, mm. yeah. that's re- that's a really good. Mostly effort. Scott, like mostly home kits, or have you gone a couple uh, alternate? I've got a few ways? alternate with the Puma. Mm. Um, the, the first couple of years, um, I do like the dark, yeah, dark dark blue yeah. or just black in in total. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah but what do yeah. you think of the grey one this year, this season? Uh, it's okay. Yeah, um, I won't say it's a favorite, but um. Yeah, I don't there was a bit of talk over Twitter about um, will they release the kits before the end of the season, like next year's. I can wait. I can yeah. wait. Yeah, I can wait. I'm not yeah. in a rush. My bank, my bank account can yeah. wait as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my, my cupboard's got too many jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless Under Armour's doing a sale. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was something to come across. So get your eyes on that. It's really interesting to see what Julian's got in his wardrobe. The next bit of um, socials was, I kind of like you. Uh, alluded to earlier, Jonathan, mm. that most of the socials chat this week hasn't actually technically got to do yeah, with what you've, Sydney FC you've the club taken, put out. You've taken a, uh, a broader approach, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, gone on a couple little tangents. Yeah. Um, so the next one was from, uh, was it Rowdy? No, nah, from Grant. From Grant, sorry, Mr Muir. Um, and I'll read it out. I don't, I don't envy 
Sydney FC trying to determine who gets access to rescheduled games with very limited access. No matter how much they try to be fair and reasonable, they'll be faced with a barrage of whinging and complaining from people who can't get, uh, who can't grasp that someone has to miss mm. out. Um, sad but true. Blunt, but I couldn't agree mm. more with Grant in that. Um, Thoughts on that? So Crowds will be allowed, but obviously there's going to be a selected amount. How they determine it, whether it be... You know, the, the longer-serving fans get first dibs, mm. um, you know, your 10-plus years, maybe inaugural members till now and something like that. Will I be disappointed if I miss out? Of course. Um, mm. But I understand they, they have to draw the line somewhere. But if I miss out and don't get to go to the game, at least they're playing the game and at least it will be on yeah. telly and yeah. I can go to a watch it at home, club, be, RSL. It'll so. be interesting because obviously there's games all over the place, some midweek, you know, a lot of people won't be able to make the midweek mm. games. Um, I already know I'm away for the Western United game. So, Danny, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> just, you know, I won't be registering for that game. Ask if if it's a register. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Nick, what about, uh, what do, you, do you reckon they'll do like a ballot or uh, first in best dressed? What do you, uh, do you think? Probably I'm thinking first in best dressed and a mix of um, probably inaugural members of the club. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think like I o- out, o- obviously people are going to miss out and be disappointed in the end. Mm. But, um like it's just the way it is, yeah. and um, it's the nature of the beast. Yeah, and just people are lucky to be there um, and have football on. Mm. Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy if they did like longer serving. Yeah, first they get a period to claim their ticket. Yeah, I was going to say you if know. you're say longer serving, you've been there for fifteen years, for instance. Yeah, and you can't go or you don't want to go to that particular fixture. Yeah, exactly. Ha- there's got to be some way of them saying, "Club, I can't go." So yep. then. Passes on the ticket to potentially someone. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's like how an opt in. It's like an opt yeah. in. Mm. Yeah. I mean, look. You've got uh, 48 hours to opt in. If you don't, it'll yeah. go to someone else. Family family friendly mm. example. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was taking a Friday off work and we're members of Sydney Zoo out at um, no. uh, Western Sydney there. Yeah. And so we're members there and we thought, all right, sweet, we'll go have a look. I think the zoo was only open Friday, Saturday, Sundays at that point. So I went on, went through the membership. Sold out on the Friday. I'm like, oh, that's a shame. There's no spots to go. Anyway, a couple of days later, I, was, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll check it out and see if there's any tickets available. And so mm-hmm. went through the website and checked through and it said tickets available. I'm like, oh, you beauty. So logged in. But when I logged into the membership portal, there was no tickets. Mm-hmm. So what they were doing, they were actually, they had a certain allocation for members and then a certain allocation to buy. For the general public. The general for the public. average Joe. And I blew up because I'm like, I paid my membership. I should be able to go before members of the general public. Do you know what I mean? But they're obviously trying to make make coin as mm, well, extra coin yeah. outside of what they already had. So I hope I hope Sydney FC don't go down that path, that or the way. FFA if they determine if mm. they force clubs into what they can and can't do. But it, w- it will be interesting to to see. And, and like you said, Grant's um, yeah, Grant's made a pr- pretty good point there. People are going to miss out. What so can you do? Watch yeah. it on telly. Unless you're a Melbourne City fan because, you know, they don't have that many. So. No. <laughs> they should all be able to go. There'll be a lot of space. Uh, and the next bit was uh, from one of my favourite Twitter pages, accounts, whatever you want to call it, our beloved Jamie Duncan, all sides of the harbour. Um, and he posted on the Twitter sphere about um, some records that we can potentially break uh, between now and the end of the season what, with our six games left. Yes. Yep, yep. with our That's six fun. games left. Although he said seven, seven games left to play. Yeah. Anyway, a few records that could be broken. We've got most points in a season. Record is 66 and we're currently 48. Most goals scored in a season, 64, and we're on 42. And that sounds a bit out of reach. Uh, greatest points margin, um, record is 17. We're currently eight. Yeah. Uh, most wins in a season, yeah, yeah. possibly. Record 20, currently 15. Mm. Most home wins in a season. That's the one I think yep. we'll, we'll get. Um Record 10, we're currently 8, so I think that's yeah, quite likely. Uh, most away wins, record 10, currently 7. That's also attainable. Yep. But I don't know how it will work because obviously they've changed the schedule now yeah. to be able to fit games in. So be an what is or what isn't an away <laughs> game? Or, an you know what I mean? So um, nonetheless, I, I did like um, Slowey's reply. I was like quite blunt. Uh, something to the effect of none of these records will be broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just We're just play it as we're just telling it how yeah. it is. No, um, but I reckon the home wins one because we'd have to have at least two home games, in inverted yeah. commas, games left. Um, could at least do that. The rest seem pretty tough. Pretty tough. Nick doesn't have the benefit of uh, a run sheet. I mean, most here, goals in a season, record 64, we're on 42. 
Nah. So 18 points to get the record. That's every game win. Mm. So that's unlikely. Yeah. Uh, most goals in a season, we'd need 23 goals in six games. That's more than three game goals a game. Uh, so that's very unlikely. Well, you put Bahaja and Ivanovic on and drop uh, Costa, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if Stevie... Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Stevie, you're listening. <laughs> Let it go, don't, Sean. Don't Let put him go. on at the 85th minute. Let Come it go, on. Sean. Let it go. Um, but, but, you know, there's it's, it's good to build a bit of hype. It could, yeah. be, could be some records there if they have a ridiculous uh, return to form. Mm. But we'll, we'll see. Oh, a bit sure. a bit like the 11 principles that we'll talk about a bit later. Um, some of them are a bit... Out there? Unrealistic, I think. Okay. Unrealistic. Twilight yeah. Zone. Yeah. Uh, and the next week, there was only... Uh, one interview in the past week or so, uh, Miss Ali Green, uh, a mm. wonderful W League player for our Sky Blues, uh, young Matilda, 21 years old, uh, already a championship winner you know, a couple of years, or a year ago, year and a half ago, uh, when they beat Perth Glory 4-2 down in Cogra, a defender, mostly playing, oh, do I want to say left or right back? I'm trying to get my right. left and right. right. I'm trying to think, but between her and Angelique. Um, three seasons with the club. Uh, she's a Manly United girl, so that MPL season is getting back up in the next mm. two weeks, That's I good. believe. They're kind of doing some trial and friendly games at the moment. Um, Who else? There must be a few Sydney FC W League girls going for Manly. Is Remy, Remy playing for them? Remy would well? go back to Manly. There's quite a few uh, in that, that yeah, North Shore. Yeah, Olympic, uh, Angelique's Olympic. Mm. be interesting to see what Alana does. I know she's been doing. I follow. Amy Sayers? Is she sticking around? I know she's... Yeah, because she's still here now. That's she's all. still here now, Amy's but I think she's now. had chuffing off in like August. So oh, okay. Nah, right. She might squeeze a game or two in, but I yeah, unlikely. Okay. It'll be interesting to see what Alana Kenny does. I follow this um coach, a one on one guy on on Instagram. Mm. So you might have heard of Jonah one on one. Oh yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So he he does a lot of you know mm. you know Alana Kennedy does a lot of work with him, a fair bit of work. So it'd be interesting what happens with her if she. Runs around NPL. I don't know who she ever ran around with NPL with. If she ever she played for MacArthur at one point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Who else have we got? Um, got a couple of Americans. They won't. Uh, Taylor Ray is. Um, mm-hmm. Where's Taylor at Olympic as well? Yeah. Yeah. Olympic so. and RPO, I think we discussed before have a have a really good, Very really good side. Blue. A lot of a lot, lot of, of even some Wanderers W League players mm. um, come in that way. So Olympic's got Susan Vonsekam, but yeah. Um, so Ali should be back next next year, I think you said, Sean. Yeah, uh, we should see her in Sky Blue next season, studying interior design, working in an interior design job. Was a very solid defender uh, with us over the years. Um, I, I think, yeah, Aubrey, should admit to herself that in that grand final was a bit of a goalkeeping, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to say blunder, but mistake from her. But, it, you know, you've got to get through the players first before you get to... Mm. Get to the keeper, so I think Ali might have been a little bit at fault there. But she's ah. young, she's learning, um, and, and I'll hopefully see her in Sky Blue for years to come. Um, I think so. I think yeah. so. It's it's the W League's precariously placed. You watch the W League? Nick, some of it, some yeah. of it. Yeah, like it's precariously placed. Obviously, we've got the outstanding news of the, the World Cup bid, but we've also got the mass exodus. Of uh, Matilda's talent. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 We've got Kai going off to PSV. Yep. Catley's gone now. Arsenal. Lydia Williams apparently going off to. Um, um, Russo got the extension with Everton. Yeah. Pretty sure there was another couple of names in the last few days. Amy Harrison at PSV. Yeah. So there's there's quite yeah. a lot. So w- what it will do, though, it, it, and, and, you know, Ali, Ali Green, the perfect example, it gives that next generation. You know more opportunity at W League level, more responsibility, um, and then hopefully you know stepping up to the mm. to the next level. When and then required, those girls so. that are going overseas come twenty twenty three, they've been playing with and amongst mm. some of the best in the in the world. Yeah, it's only going to help the Matildas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see. Now, Nick, here's the time where we t- <sighs> turn the uh, spotlight on you. Uh, I wish um, we had a spotlight in here. That'd be <laughs> cool. Actually, uh, we've got a lot of leopard. Zebra print here. But, um, <laughs> um, now, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself um, and your kind of connection to the club and, you know. Yeah, sure. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Um, so what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Nicholas. I was born and raised in Western Sydney. That's all right. We won't hold that against you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I've s- supported the club. I'd say from the start, um, but obviously with um, my family connections, I'm Italian and Chilean, um, mm-hmm. my Italian side. Good mix. Yeah. yeah. So um, all the Italian side supported um, my county stallions. Yep. Uh, and then went, once the NPL um, was finished and the A-League came along, 
Sydney were the only club to support yep. at the time, and it was just obvious that we all support Sydney. Um, I wasn't a big football fan from the start. Um, just I was like five or six when the club started, yep. so just trying to understand it all. Yeah, <laughs> but yep. um, later on, um, probably about when I was ten or eleven, when I started playing football, um, I got into going to games a lot, watching on TV more often, and just from there, just just began um, supporting yeah. the club like. Religiously, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. And um, I think um, you're a Juventus fan as yes, well. Yes, I am. Um, yeah. Which is good. Probably family influence that one, or did yeah, you choose yeah. them? Yeah, no, yeah. So a quarter of my family support Juventus, and then there's a few uh, AC and Inter. So a good mix in there. Good mix in there. Yeah, so, yeah. So when um, when Alessandro uh, Del Piero signed for nice us, that's probably a, Say uh, that again, son. Sorry. Alessandro. Thank you, Lucy Zelich. It's Paul Bergman, actually. <laughs> Um, Del Piero, um, but that would have been dream come true. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, again, being Italian, uh, one of my earliest football memories was watching Italy play in the World Cup, um, yep. win the World Cup, and Del Piero score in the semi final against Germany. Yeah, um, which was probably like a foot like if I look back on football highlights for me, that's probably the moment. Yeah, um, and then obviously Del Piero playing for Juve, just he's their greatest player of all time. Yep. And then when I heard it was coming to Sydney, it was just like. First, I thought it was a, thought it was a joke. But yeah, then yeah. When it actually, as many people did, I think. Yeah, exactly. And then when it came, when it was ended up happening, like it was just like amazing. And yeah. then like knowing that he was playing for my club was just like it was just beyond. Um, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, 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 awesome, very good. And do you, do you, do you own one of the Del Piero jerseys? Do you have I a, own, the name on the back? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Now, mate, I guess I don't know if it was. Um, uh, ADP or, or if it's just something of your own volition, but you, you actually ran what I want to call the, you know, the most successful city of Seif Insta <laughs> page at one point. Yeah. Well, besides um, that, tell actually, us, yeah, yeah well, power apart from the club page, but yeah. tell us, tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So it was around, uh, 2013, 14 season. Um, when I, um, like just add Instagram, like everyone was getting Instagram at the time and, um, not a lot of football-related, well, at least A-League-related um, pages were made at the time. Yeah. So I just, as a not like just something for fun, I just started up a new page, um, called it Sydney FC for Life. Um, and, yeah, just, like, put some content out, like um, like upcoming games, fixtures, yep. um, signings I'm making at the time. Um, and, yeah, I never did it out of any, like, to make – like make it a regular thing just yeah, for yeah. fun. But then once the people um, started following it. So how many uh, followers, what was it, What was the uh, following at its peak? Um, I hit 3,000 followers <laughs> by the Not time bad. we won the last grand, the last grand final when we, when we beat, Perth. beat Perth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, li- literally the day after like ice, like the followers skyrocketed just after the win. Yeah, yeah. right. Some Bandwagoners. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so some weird coincidence and then like it hit 3,000 and that was just like a massive achievement. Um, considering I was doing it for about, oh, say, seven years. Yeah, six, yeah. Seven years, yeah. It takes a lot. That, and, you know, obviously Sean and I have been sitting in the in the podcast seats for uh, six months now. But it does take a bit of your time. You it know? does, yeah. yeah. And like you got to make sure that like while you're, while you're doing like whatever you, what you started with, like – they make his, like make sure it's people are following and people yep. like what, you, what you're posting in that. Yeah, so like consistency, consistency. And yeah, very um, conscious of what conscious of what you're putting out there in your content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but then like you do have to change some stuff stuff around. Like you see what other like when other pages started um, coming coming around. Yep. Um, just other eighty clubs and for, for Sydney one as well. Yeah, you got to try and mix up a bit. Be different. Yeah, and yeah. um, and yeah, and then I just tried doing like best I could, and then like well, obviously people liked it enough to yeah. follow it. Yeah, because you would have been a pretty young bloke when you started that. Like you would have been thirteen or fourteen. Thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Like um, you know, Sean and I are old, so <laughs> we're um, we're a bit late to it. But, yeah. Uh, you know, Sean, you you've got your Insta. You know, I just use it to look at other people. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh. Like no, I don't mean that in a creepy way, it's people. A yeah, 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 but yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just try um, to keep in touch. So we we talked about this just before, but um, it was probably about twelve months ago now. Mm. So just after that grand final, Instagram's uh, you know security and artificial intelligence sort of ramped up and yeah, did a job on your page basically. Yeah, not not just my page. Pretty much all pages related to any A League club. Yeah. Um, was um just seeing all pages like shut down. Like I had a conversation with um 
Sydney F- Sydney FC post or Sydney post. Uh, they're they're down on Twitter after um, their page um, dismantled. Yeah, and just yeah. like finding out that people were getting um, their page deleted for like for unknown reasons, but yeah. um, just started happening. And then uh, unfortunately, the page after seven years was um, deleted. Ugh, and and no matter what you did, just couldn't get it back. Yeah, yeah. Just tried like even trying to restart the page with a new name and yeah. just like trying to do the same thing just kept happening so yeah. um after then plus i was doing it for long enough so i think like get a good run yeah good run. Get a good run <laughs> that's awesome no, that's really good any plans of uh no nah, i don't think so i'll just watch on the sidelines and see how that like obviously you guys coming along ah, and um sorry like and, <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah so um I'll, I'll just i wish i could like obviously i'm here now just i'm yeah. getting um like into the like with the, with the club again yeah. and um mm. but it's it's nice but oh yeah I'll just um think I think I had my time good on you man no that's really that's really good and and you know Sean actually mentioned a couple in the socials there some really good um fan run pages I guess you know all sides of the harbor is is one of our favorites and yeah there's there is a Sydney FC um Sky Sydney Blue. FC post or the yeah Sydney post yeah Sydney post so Sky Blue Views still does Sky Blue Views is still active yeah they're still yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So there's some definitely on the Twitter sphere anyway. Yeah, uh, and on, there there are a couple on Instagram, but they don't have a following. Like, you mm. know. yeah, um, not not to sound cocky, but not, yeah. not like my level or even the club's level. Yeah, of followers. yeah. Um, but I've seen I've seen what they've done. They do a pretty good job. We'd um we'd love some more followers on Instagram. So anyone that used to follow Sydney FC for life, come over, baby. Yeah. Come, come come over to the Sky Blue Stories. Podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fun with that. <laughs> the 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 founder and you know origin. He's, yeah. he's recommending he's us. Passing on. on the mantle of time. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> so t- tell us, Nick. Uh, let's focus in on the club and its football. Um, what's a typical game day for you? Yeah. Uh so I'll probably. We, while, while we've been at Cogra and Leichhardt, um, it's been a bit up and down. Um, obviously, I do have work commitments, so I can't mm. be at every game I like to. But mm-hmm. um, probably um, for, for for home games at least, um, I st- sit in around Bay 15, 16 yep. all the time. Um, sit around the cove sometimes and uh, with some mates for a beer. Nice, yeah. And, um, Best place for Joe's it. Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Taking sponsors. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, uh, typical is just, um, just go with mates or family. Uh, sometimes yeah. just me and my mum just, um, um, just watching the game together and, um, yeah, that's basically. That's Do you have a preference it. between Cogra and Leichhardt? Um, probably, probably Cogra. I, I like, I like, I like to play in, like, yeah, us, I us, us the, in particular for the football wise, playing in Cogra uh, over Leichhardt. I just think like, yeah. And, and also entertainment wise. Are you, um, you're a big blue or, or. City Derby, what what means more to you? Oh, okay. Um, I knew this question was going to come. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I, I hate both with a passion, um, but because right I have answer, that's what yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Okay. I done sweet. Um, no, well, so, oh, because I I am from Western Sydney, yeah. I do have a lot of like same with um, Brosk. He's got yep. um, good like mix of Sydney and Wanderers yep. family. So the same with me. Um, but I think that's tough. Like I do, like I don't, I, I don't have, I don't have the, the good connections with victory fans, yeah, like yeah. The, the, the Wanderers fans. Yeah. So I might say the the Sydney Derby, nice. just because of the rivalry between, like but, me and my mates. But really both. Really both. Like, <laughs> I hate right both now, I'd, I'd pick the Derby over the yeah. big league. Yeah, especially and because now because we haven't we, we haven't, haven't done them. particularly well against yeah. them. So. I'd like yeah, I'll lose a victory game just to be able to beat the Wanderers. Yeah, assholes. And that's it. What um what about your favorite, I guess, sky blue moment in history. Ooh. What's what stands out for you? Right. Um, I'd say well, if if I was to put on like again my bias with Del Piero, I'd say yeah. his first goal yeah. uh, against Newcastle. ESP. I was just thinking about that yeah. when, before you answered it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, w- I was. I was. I was. I was at that game. Um, I was with my granddad as well. Um, yeah. you know, he's seen like Italy win the World Cup so many times. Yeah. Um, and obviously my uncles as well. So we were at that game. Um, and yeah, I think like I could just see like, like what, especially my granddad, whenever he, get, he gets excited about like a certain things in football, yeah. uh, when he saw it, like an Italian Doppio legend, the score yeah, in, like, Australia, in front of him, it was like yeah. a huge moment. 35,000 like, people. Different yeah, yeah. So I think it was like, it was unbelievable. Um, but also I think I'll have to say the, the Ninkovic penalty against victory. Yep. 
might just squeeze ahead of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because like I yeah. like for the club wise, that was like a big thing. And plus that was the first well, I do remember the previous grand final win. That was probably like the one I was actually yeah. there for. Yeah. So I can have good memories of that day as well. Awesome. I feel stupid asking this question. Sure. <laughs> Favorite player? I feel like Ooh. I already know the answer, but might be you might be surprised. Yeah. Mark yeah. Warren? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boscart. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, uh, Brosk. Brosk. Brosky. Yeah. yeah. Like, He's from your neck of the woods, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think my, my dad used to be mates of him at some yeah, point cool. in his life. Um, like, yeah, like half of, half of his, um, like in the old days, all the Western Sydney guys used to play for Sydney as well. Yep. So, yep. um, like, I think Matty Yeoman, I see him walking around like in my local Stocklands all the time. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes the snake, but I won't, <laughs> mention, I won't mention it. <laughs> no, no. Um, but, um, yeah, I, w- I will say Brosk, um, just because what he's done for the club and, um, yeah, just some of the moments he's had in his career, um, especially for Sydney. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'll squeeze him over Del Piero. What about what about right now, current squad? Who's yeah. who, who stands out for you? Um, probably if you were to get a jersey with a yeah name a of one of the boys, good way to put it. Yeah, on um, the back of it, I'd say I'd say Ninko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I d- I wish O'Neill was 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 at the club to say him because he was. I need to follow up how his um po hangs are going. He's had a couple of runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, they, he they, started. They, they he started the last two or three yeah. games. Yeah. Lost mid-table. touch a bit with Pohang. Yep. Yeah. Now they're mid-table. Um, they're doing better than um, Suwon, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. No, very good. Good choices, yeah. man. Very good choices. Very good choices. And do you share um, Do you share Sean's bias with the with the youngsters? Like you want to see a bit more rotation? Yes. Or you, you, you're happy to get the wins? Uh, well, obviously happy to get the wins. <laughs> um, but I, I am a huge fan of – oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were getting up to leave. I was just Yeah, I thought you were getting up to leave. I'm a huge fan of uh, Buhaja and Ivanovic. Um, I do really want them to – Get more game time, um, especially now with the only couple more games to go. Um, especially if we run up, wrap up the premier play. Yeah, John, how many more points mm. do we need before we get? Oh, so, like two games, something like that. Four, could uh, be four. Four, four yeah. points, yeah. four games. Yeah, well, four points. Okay, okay. Yeah, if yeah. we do ra- if we do wrap it up, I would like yeah. to see them start more. Bloody yeah, oath. that actually, yeah, Bimby, cool. come on, mate. The only thing, the only thing I'll say to that is that even if we do wrap it up, because we've had the break, you yeah. might want to. Yeah, try it, and give that starting eleven as much time. Yeah, leading into finals, it'd be interesting. Yeah, be interesting. I think we have that rule where you can have more subs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Is that definite? Like the five yeah. subs, like EPL and yeah, the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, the good thing is, I hope, I hope, Lukey, um, you know, got a few injury niggles. I hope, I hope this time well, is just has before him to, COVID to come back. Um, mm. happened and happened for us here. He was getting. He had a couple of games for the youth boys. Yeah. NPL yeah. Youth Boys. Uh, they when they played um, against North Shore Mariners at Lambert oh, Park, yeah. he got like two thirds, three quarters okay. of a game. Mm. Yeah, nice, nice, anyway. nice. And the um, the NPL Boys on that note are going to uh, take part in the NPL New South Wales NPL Cup, season, which, which will kick off probably a week after the A League, couple of weeks time. And I yeah. believe it's just um, I, last I read there was a couple of clubs, Southo, Sutherland, Southo, and was it? There's eleven. Yeah, there's eleven clubs. Yeah, so yeah, Sutherland's um, pulled out. Also, they definitely they, they talked about um, money and sponsorship or something like that. Is it Bonnie Rig out of MPL two? Yeah. One of the one of the MPL two clubs has pulled so out. As I well. think they'll just play home and away season two games times ten. Yeah, um, first past the post, no finals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, that's good. So Sutherland would have done well anyway. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to all our Sutherland listeners. Um, next bit of business, Jono, would like to discuss, and this is big news that dropped this week. Well, well, well thank you. Thank oh, you sorry. for sharing sorry, your, your oh, premature story with us. He's still here. He's still going to keep going, but very good insights. No, thank you. It. Thank you so Thanks, Nick. Sorry, mate. It's all good. <laughs> sorry, Sean, please. <laughs> no, it's your podcast. Gone off it's half good. cock. <laughs> yeah, Sean thinks it's his podcast. Featuring Jono. Forgets it's about the club. Oh, yeah. Who? Now... Uh, it's our charge towards a record-breaking fourth Premier's Plate and back-to-back championships. Mm-hmm. Um, they can now begin in earnest uh, now that our remaining fixtures have been announced, yep. have been revealed. Um, six games to go, Jamie, not seven. Um, <laughs> kicking off on Friday the 17th, which is next Friday, Friday week, yep. um, against the Phoenix. Great game to start off with. Yes. Um, you know, really similar teams. Good measuring stick. You know, Korika versus Ufak and, and you know, Devlin versus 
Bratton and mm. you know, good, you know yeah. good good matchups. Ninko versus Davila. I don't know. There's a nice same formation. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, very similar. To, and you know, we've had some good tussles with them this season. The the uh, game against Leichhardt early in the season, where Grant got yeah. the little lucky to get the yeah. get the win. Yep. Um, and, and a two-two draw and, over um, in Welly. Over at that, that is that call out the cake tin. Is that the one? It's got oh. a new name now. Anyway, might be called um, Sky Stadium now. Can't remember who scored the second goal in that game. I know Alfie got the first of it's ours. An own goal. It was an own goal, I, I think. Was there a free kick over the top? And Did they get a deflection? One of their players might have headed it in or something. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we took it. That's right. Um, <laughs> Scrappy so old game. But start yeah. off at home against the Phoenix, and then a handful of days later, the Tuesday, got Nui. Jets. Um, fast forward to that Saturday, Western United. A few days later, Melbourne City, but got TBC. A week, break. week break into that Melbourne City game, yeah. We do, yeah, which is nice. So... Uh, TBC, where that's going to happen, I can. My money is it's not going to happen in Victoria. Um, <laughs> nor is the sixth of August game against Adelaide, um, and then finishing off Monday the tenth of August against Brisbane Raw at ANZ, no less. So that's it. It's not the easiest run home, really, when you look at it. Um, They're going to be busy. Yeah, I mean, really, the only one. That's not, well, not currently in the top six is is Newcastle, I think, in there. Maybe Adelaide. And they've had some good form yeah. leading into COVID when they got their new coach and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I quite like Carl Robinson actually. I listened to his pod during the week with um, Adam Peacock. Mm, yeah. um, it was a good good listen. He he, he can talk, <laughs> the Welshman. Yeah. Um, but Nick, out of those games, what do you see? Do you see a couple of danger games in there for us? Um, well, I think it's definitely the first game. Against yeah. Wellington, uh, because of the again the connections before Fook and um, mm. definitely. How's that? How you say it? <laughs> Got to teach Sean. Sorry, mate. Well, fuck. Yeah. Um, Got to teach yeah. him how to pronounce it. Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> um, gonna be tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because the last two games we played against them, it's they gave us a bit of a go. Um, mm, and probably were lucky in the last yeah. draw, but um, yeah, I'd say them and um, I'd say Melbourne City because of their their league their league position, but. Mm. Um, they're always up and go uh, for me. Yeah, they're a bit um, hot and cold, aren't they? Yeah. Sometimes you don't quite know what kind of city team you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, interested to see. Well, we'll definitely know what they're what's doing with them. But Brisbane Raw, we know Robbie coming back, and how they're yeah. going to go yeah. as next however many games they've got. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see what they do and what kind of fight, what kind of because yeah. they've are they sitting in top six, Jonathan. I think they are sixth or just they are. has been a fourth. I think. A fourth yeah. that up that high up. Yeah. So they've got something to play for. Um, yeah. it, my, my heart saying they might drop off with no Robbie. Um, I, I, felt, I felt a bit harsh in getting a lot of stick and like they don't need him to come back. But I thought he's big reason why they've done so well. And yeah. well, they weren't great at the start of the season, and then they. So out of know. them, so out of the teams left, Sean. So Newey, mm. Newey, and ninth. But they they can See? still they can still make the finals. They're only three points out of oh, the six. Okay, yeah. So every other team, Adelaide's seventh. But again, you know, uh, equal on points. With and everyone's going to be West fresh. United. Any niggles and hammies or whatever that you know. Yeah, I mean, look, Adelaide United are going to be without um, Isaac Richards, who's who's decided to go <laughs> be an <laughs> MMA. <laughs> oh yeah, the keeper. Sure. MMA, as you yeah. do. Yeah. Reminds me of that um, athlete. That? Do you say MMA? Oh, uh, champions from Newcastle. yeah, Joey. Yeah. C. yeah. Oh, and I was also thinking that Brisbane Bron- Broncos player that uh, oh, did Daniel, um yeah Daniel Vito yeah did the wrestling yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah he's still yeah no Joey Champlis you're right yeah, yeah. Jo- Joey C's like oh, he's gonna go do a rap career and yeah. Isaac Richards like hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> you know he's, he's ready to go um no, good on him as as Gito said I think you know he's following what he's passionate about it's I almost guess. feels like these last handful of games for every cl- club is like almost like now a little mini. Competition within a, within a competition. Yeah, this will fight to the finish, fight yeah. to the for the finish line to be that top six. Yeah, it, it you know it'll 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 be a really really interesting once things get back up and running. You know, you got our, ourselves in Wellington, six games left each. So the most points Welly can get is fifty four, Sean, mm-hmm. and we're currently on forty eight. So if we beat them, you know, we I think we only need a point. I need a point then. So, yeah, four points was the right guess by me. Good on you. Um, which is good. So, but City City have got three games left. Um, you know, I think they'll finish in the top four. But um, How do you see the top fish, top fish, top six? 
Top six. Um, I, I, look, I, I'm a big fan of Wellington. I reckon they'll they'll pip City for second. Mm. I reckon it'll be Sydney, Wellington, uh, City. Melbourne, yep. Glory, Brisbane, and then that sixth spot. Toss of a coin. Toss of a coin. Not the Wanderers. Yeah, not the Wanderers would be great. Yeah, not the Wanderers would be great. Who's in fifth, sorry, at the moment? Brisbane? Glory. Glory. But they've yeah. got two games and on what's Brisbane. Brisbane? Brisbane are fourth. Fourth. Four points between Raw and Glory. I'd like to see Western United. I think it would be great for their first season, yeah. just for the game Scrape it whatnot. in. Yeah. Scrape it into six. Yeah, yeah. go in six and then get knocked out in the first week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah. Um... But again, you know, it'll be interesting, you know, limited crowds, um, you know, where will the final be played if we host it, obviously. Um, I wonder if, have they said the actual date of the first finals? Yeah. Like our Monday 10th of August game, would the first finals be that Friday, Saturday, so they're, Sunday? They're, they're going to have the prelims on, I think, the first weekend. Yeah, 15th and Then 16th. the, the yeah. semi, so our, assuming we finish top two. Um, would be the Wednesdays. Yeah, so we get like the week the, off, yeah, so to speak, GF which the, is not quite GF a on the weekend. Yeah. So um, potentially for the teams finishing three to six, they could have three three finals in uh, seven yeah. days. So that's the advantage to the, to the top two teams. That yeah, have finish and get, so. get those extra few days off. But who knows right now, honestly, with these Victorian teams um, not making it over the border last night, uh well, the grand final won't be in Victoria. No, <laughs> no, no, it won't be. Um, so, look, interesting, interesting times ahead. Couple of days, I think. Um, it's very fluid. You know, I think an hour. You know, it, it's changing hour by hour. You know, I think um, the same night we recorded last week's podcast, um, you know, the principles got released, so there was something big discussion point coming out after that, and yeah, so. It is very fluid. Fluid's a good word for it. But exciting times. Exciting times ahead. Let's Because um, we get football back. Whether it be on our tellies or we get to go to the game, we get our football back. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jonathan. Yeah. You're featuring in my... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Nick, if you listen to the last few weeks, you've you probably heard there's a top five every week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a new if, segment. If we were more organised, we would have asked yourself. Oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> Without notice, we won't put you on the spot. No, that's all good. So this is uh, this is Sean's top five featuring Jonathan. Jonathan this week, and right, the odd cameo by Chase <laughs> every every now and then. Is he like? Is he you know in the music videos? Does he even get a mention? Like he just comes in and does that little like when it's a like a yeah, nice he does the, yeah yeah oh okay yeah I was going to give him a yeah. slightly bigger part but yeah let's can, yeah. Can more. Concise yeah. part. So it's just like I don't even think his name gets mentioned, or is it in brackets? It's in brackets, yeah. parentheses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay, the cool. most. That's all he's worth. Really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not here. He's free game. Um, <laughs> so this week, um, keeping with the theory of, of A League returning, I've um, I've chosen an interesting one. It, it's going to be across A League and W League, but it's uh, the top five Kiwis to represent. Sydney FC. Well, you're, you're covering new ground. This is the first yeah. A League W League hybrid is it? top five. There, well, there you, there, go. You go. there you go. Sean is the keeper of the top five cabinet. Yep. I'll trust you on that one. <laughs> um, but so um, I'm going to get some stick here because um, number five and number four, giving something away, they're both W League players. And, and the top three have gone A League players. Okay. So, um, Any honourable mentions? Not really, no, because there hasn't been, that, there hasn't not, been too many. There hasn't been list. too many. I, I think there's actually only been three Kiwi A-League players. <laughs> so uh, my hand might have been forced a bit here oh. to mix them up. But Interesting let's, let's, let's go. Like, so so it's, there is some interest in here. So so top five. So number five. Oh, hang on. Five. Annalie Longo. So Annalie Longo is a football fan. Um, <laughs> she only played the one season with us, but it was our 12-13 Winning season where we finished fourth. What is she? Girls. Defender, striker, midfielder. Annalie is a defender. Okay. Um, I've made that up. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what do I you know do how know. How many Kiwi caps she got? What I, I do know is yes, she's got some very interesting facts about her. Uh-huh. So she's actually played 124 times for the national team. Shiza. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, 15 goals. So I'm thinking she's a yeah. midfielder or a defender, big defender. Um, don't know much about Annalie, as you Hang can on, tell. Hang on, it's the Kiwis. I don't think they'd be scoring many goals. <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't think. Unless they're playing American Samoa. she does hold a very interesting 
world football record. Oh. She was the first person, first footballer to play in an under-17, an under-20, full World Cup and an Olympics. So the first footballer to play at an under-17 World Cup, under-20 World Cup. I guess that mm. says that she's cool. a pretty decent player in Kiwi yeah, standards. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so she's my number five, Sean. Four. Uh, Emma Kete, or, or Keet, K-E-T-E. <laughs> Two seasons for Sydney FC. Um, also played in that double winning year. Yep. Uh, striker. Um, partner of Jodie Taylor, the English striker who also played for Sydney FC mm. that same year. So how prolific um, was she for us? Really, really prolific. Um, no, look, she she, <laughs> she she did all right, Emma. Um, she put away. Uh, she had twenty nine games for the club, ten goals. Twenty nine games over. Okay, it is do- two seasons, W League. Two so seasons. yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously a longer longer season there. So, um, so Emma, um, good contribution. And again, part of that da- that championship winning team against Melbourne Victory um, in twelve thirteen, which uh, which was you know. One of my favourite W mm-hmm. League memories. Nick, can you do the next number? Three. Perfect. Oh, you can come back anytime. <laughs> Three. Um, Jeremy Brocky. Jeremy oh. Rocky. Uh, fairly well travelled, but he's, he's spent the last few years um, in South Africa. Um, obviously played. Uh, also played for the. Has the he notes. got a farm there? I don't know. No? I, what? Why is he playing? South Africa? I, I yeah. don't know. I didn't get the joke. Show, okay, Sean. it's a white yeah. farmers anyway. White farmers. Oh, uh, <laughs> so racist. <laughs> oh, so racist. <laughs> um, so Jeremy's over there. Um, Brocky uh, played uh, played too many games for us, but um, you'll remember the, the the dreads that he had. You know, dreadlocks on a on a white man. Um, you know, never. Never something to be too proud of. No. I don't know. It's it sh- probably should be outlawed, actually. Um, <laughs> but it, ten appearances for the Sky Blues didn't get on the score sheet. Um, I think he actually joined us. Might have joined us for an ACL campaign. I'm not too sure. Champions League campaign. Um, but was coming off the bench most of the time for us. Bounced around at a few other A League clubs by the looks of it too, Jonathan. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, many games for uh, was it the Jets and the Knicks. Yeah, Fury, right. and Fury, Fury got fourteen appearances. Jets forty-one, yep. Phoenix fifty-eight. Oh, not surprising me. Yeah, Phoenix. there you go. Yeah, scored some pretty impressive goals as well over his um, over his career. Five foot so. eleven. Yeah, thirty-two. Still going. You're still oh. going. Come yeah. on, all age infield. Our, Hit me up. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not there yet. It's got ten years to go. <laughs> Turn it up. That was uh, so number three, Jeremy Rocky. Two. Current Sky Blue, ah. uh, Costa Barbarusis. I've got in a number two spot. Um, he's done enough to earn that spot, I reckon. Uh, Nick, he's played w- played nearly every game. <laughs> yeah. I saw, uh, yeah. Nick, I saw that expression on your face. Oh. What would you say about Costa's time, uh, ignoring all the criticism that's come from myself and James? This podcast in general. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I think he's he is a good player. Like even. During his uh, victory days, he he did turn out to be a good he player. Um, for his um, his time at Sydney, um, I think because like the way he started, it was a bit like especially because he's our, he's our marquee mm. player. Um, it the was higher expectations. Yeah, though. that's why. Yeah, higher expectations. Um, at the moment, he's uh, well. At least last time we played, played, played a few games. Uh, he was playing well. Um, was scoring some goals, and obviously the winner against City. Um, Massive moment. Yeah, of course. Mm. Um, I do like him, um, but I think... You'd like to see a bit more. A bit, bit more, yeah. Ex- um, bit especially more. because of his wages. Um, yeah. Um, mm. and, um, Sounds like you you agree with uh, our, our, you know, currently departed host, James. Yeah. And man, <laughs> James I think that, he you know? plays too central. Cost of fortune. Wider. Cost yeah, of fortune. And, and also because I think uh, he does play up from with uh, Alfie. Yeah. Um, I think, um, like... It should be experimented. Maybe if he plays on the wing, be wider, um, yeah. Especially because I think he's a, I think he's a natural Free. winger as well. Yeah, you're talking, you're talking our language now. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking our language now, Nick. Yeah, I uh, agree, agree. Um, that only leaves one person. There's no honourable mentions. I, Sorry, okay, Sean. no mojo.com uh, honourable no, mentions. No, can I we just do a dishonourable mention to Mark Warren just because? Well, <laughs> too much Mark Warren. Uh, let's go dishonourable mention to. Let's pick on someone else. Who can we pick on? 
somebody from across the Dutch. Well, let's skip to your number one, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion who it is. Um, There's not so many to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> Numero uno. Numero uno, Kiwi, sky blue, Mr. Shane Smeltz. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Shane Smeltz. Um, racked up over 50 appearances for the club over, over the two seasons. So whilst he came off the bench quite a bit, um, had an impact in, in a lot of the games, um, formed quite a – a potent combination with uh, Mark Yanko yeah. um, in that 14-15 season where we made the grand final. Um, 26 appearances off the bench, but also 26 starting appearances. So 50-50 split for, mm-hmm. for Smeltzer. Um, 13 goals. Like I said, made it to the grand final. Um, did a really good job for us, I thought. Mm. Um, did a really good job good for impact. us. Good impact. Those games that he didn't start, I think that was great impact off the bench. Yeah. And I yeah. think he was also doing, if you watched him, he was doing a lot of work off the ball as well, like yeah. especially at his age too. Yeah. Um, I thought he, and again, he put in. up with Yanko as well. He, he did was, the um, job and, and, you know, iconic moment at the old Parramatta Stadium there, um, scoring, I think it was an 89th minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Equaliser, was it? Equaliser? Oh, winner. It was a winner against Wanderers. And, and the, I, was an, I was watching that game at home. I wasn't in the crowd, unfortunately, but that, that little... Corner of, uh, corner of Sydney yeah. FC supporters going absolutely nuts. I remember um, jumping around the lounge room that night. Um, so, yeah, Smelty took out my top Kiwi for Sydney FC. Right. And Let us know on the so socials if I've missed anyone. I, I, I don't think I have. Um, there's a couple of W League players that played, a, you know, again, one or two games for us over the years. But, um, yeah, that, that's the top five, Shawnee. Beautiful. Thank you, Jonathan. For a pleasure. featuring on my top five. Pleasure. Hopefully uh, Jimmy brings us the goods. Next week. Next time Nick comes back, we'll give him a bit more notice. Maybe Nick. Yes. Yeah. Top five we'll Del Piero moments. Oh, that'd be all right. Actually, yeah, it's working on it. That'd be all right. Expect that on my desk tomorrow morning <laughs> at nine a.m. Now, Jono, this is not directly sky blue tinged no, related. It's, it's exciting though. But um, in the past week or a week ago, the FFA released their first <laughs> eleven football principles discussion. Um, Met with yeah. interest and intrigue, maybe a, a little bit of scepticism as, you know. Oh, yeah, there always is with these things. A lot of talk there? and they say we should do this and let's do that and yada, yada. And sometimes it just ends up being talk and it sounds yeah. nice in, in in press conferences and yeah. press yeah. releases and the like. But at the end of the day, you know, we want action. We want something. We don't want it rushed necessarily no. and just action yeah. for action's sake. But we – so – um. How would you like to do with this? Are you going to be like a... Yeah, look, I I just thought we'd bring it up as a discussion point and, and I've read the 57-page document. Well, um, what are the principles? What's what's the general thing in a nutshell? Look, it's it's hard to put it in a nutshell. I won't read out all 11 word for word because it'll, it'll take us a long time. But I just wanted to say, look, well, well done to the FFA. It was a really interesting read. Um, quite broad sweeping, I suppose. I tried to cover a lot without giving too much detail on, on a lot of points. But look, speaking generally, growing growing the women's game was a really big focus. Has to of be, it. has to um, be. At a, at a state level and... Every level. Beyond, yeah. Obviously, the Women's World Cup got mentioned about 837 times. Um, the winning bid, <laughs> worth yeah. it though. I like, mean, fair enough. Fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah, as one. Um, and, and, and the other really, I guess, generic thing that kept coming up was connecting the game. So connecting the 2 million participants and growing those 2 million participants. Because a lot of the argument that comes up is like football's the biggest uh, registered youth participated game yeah. in the country. Yeah. How come that doesn't feed into bums on seats and memberships and... But usual, yeah. And um, and, and I had loans. a, you know, I had a, I had a crack the very next... Because I read it that night. I think mm. it was a Thursday night it came out. And I stayed up and read it because this stuff, you know, I get really interested in this sort of stuff. But... You know, the very next day, of course, you see all that. And I hadn't read any social media the night it was released because I'm just like, nah, don't have time for it. Next day, woke up, had a quick look, you know, people on Facebook straight away slamming it, saying, just saying things that they, they clearly haven't read the document. Uh-huh. They've read the 11 principles and they've gone, oh, there's no pro-rel. There's no, you know, there's no talk about the diversity of the game. And I just kept like quoting pages that they should read. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it it's all in there. Yeah. But you, you just have to look a little bit closer at it. But... Look, it is quite ambitious. Um, they're going for. I, I think they've they've aimed 
extremely high. Good. Part of me says good on them, but I don't know. I think I think some of the things they've come up with are a little bit. You've got to be a bit more realistic. Un, un, yeah, I think some Have of they it is given a time frame they want to achieve these in so five fifteen years. years. Okay. So they've they've said they've basically said imagine. Australian football in 15 years. Well, I hope James Johnson is here in 15 years' time. I just, you know, yeah. don't want this well, changing of CEOs and then... It's funny you every, say Every that. CEO is cut of the same cloth, <laughs> but they all want to put their own legacy and their own stamp it's, on the game. Yeah. They keep moving the goalposts. It's funny you part. say that because one, one of the aims that they had in there was, um, you know, diversity. And, and one of the points is uh, in, by 2035, um, Football Australia, which they want to rebrand to, F... Australia um, has had a female chairman and a female CEO, and I'm like, "Come on, James, you just got here, man. What you want to give the job up already? Like, <laughs> fifteen years? <sighs> Come on, man. I don't. So, can I can I butt in there? You want so the, you want like, the best person for the job, Sean? Exactly. I yeah, hate. No, I like. I know this might sound controversial, but I just hate when they're like trying to fit a quota, and it might look good yeah. on paper. Like, if if the female candidate CEO chairman is the best person job, give it to her. Make yeah. the whole organisation if they are the best person. Yeah. I don't care if you're male, female, neutral, binary, whatever. So if you're the best person yeah. candidate for I the think, job, look, and I think in the spirit it. in the spirit of the document, I think they're they're saying that Australian football will be so inclusive, will be so diverse, will be so equal that there will be just as many qualified females in the mix mm. for these jobs as there are males. Mm. In, in the document's defence. I think that's where it's coming from. But like I said, I just thought it was a bit funny. I'm like, 15 years. I'm like, James, don't you, don't you want to do the job for 15 years, man? You've had a good start. <laughs> get, like, get come Peter on. Valandis, he, might, he might go grey and, you know, work himself into an early grave if he was in it for 15 years. But um, so look, going back to those ambitions that they spoke about, so they, they've basically said that the Matildas have won a World Cup or Olympic gold medal. Have won. So we're never going to have a better opportunity than 2023 hosting, you would think. Mm. So ambitious, possible? Yeah, I'd say it's possible. I wouldn't say it's an impossibility. Um, They want the W League to rank as a top five league globally. Make Theresa Palais happy. I think at the moment the W League would be moving down the scale rather than moving up the scale in terms of women's leagues around the world. Europe's going nuts. Yeah, their investment. England, UK. So there's a there's a lot of work to do there. Got to put money into it. Um, especially you, you go back a couple of um, couple of weeks, listen to our Teresa Polias um, mm. chat, and and she's made some very good points on there. They want the A League to rank in the top three in Asia. Right now, I think it's probably eight or nine. What is tech, the, on what the what technical? Would you say are the top three? J K League, Chinese, uh, Chinese, Chinese, Chinese League, or possibly yeah. Iran. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to One see the A League as a destination where good quality Asian players go. Yeah, I'll come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So possible, but again, we've got a lot to do. I think if we <laughs> want to be a top three in Asia, um, another statement they made: Socceroos regularly ranked in the top fifteen. And and the, and we are the number one ranked team in Asia. That's possible. I think that is possible. Very, yeah. Have I, we ever been the number one in Asia? I think we might have at one point or another. Mm, not sure. One stage. Yeah. I think mm. Bake was the coach. Yeah. The J- Japan right now are 28th and they're the top ranked team in Asia. I think we're 40. Iran would probably second. not be long yeah. after and then you've got South Korea. So top 15, I think that's unreasonable. <laughs> no, I don't mm. think. And that's no disrespect to us. It's just... Hello, Europe. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> South America. Look, like, could we have a really good run? Really, you know, make it to the quarterfinals of a World Cup? Possibly. Will that get us into the top 15? Possibly, but sustainably in the next 15 years? I don't see it happening. No. I don't see it happening. I'd um, say something would be... Top 25? Sure. I was going to say top 30. Yeah, sure. Somewhere yeah. within that 20 to 30. Yeah, if they'd said top 25, I think that's realistic. Mm. Still very difficult, mm. but but realistic. You know, top 15, I ah, just don't see it's it. very ambitious. Yeah. I just don't see it. But like, like I said, there's a lot of talk. Look, there's a lot of talk about the unification. Um, Stuff about... Um, talking about the brand of Australian football. What do we want it to look like? What does success look like? Because, um, you know, if you went to the kind of average kid in the, in, the, in the classroom, they could ramble off a lot of Australian sports stars, but most of them would be cricketers, 
rugby league players, mm. AFL players, if they come from, say, Melbourne or Adelaide, but not many, I reckon, would ramble off a whole bunch of A-league players. So no. promoting the game, how they do that, I know they're going down quite a social media route. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, another thing I saw in there, Jono, um, that streamlining that pathway. Yeah. Yeah. They, they And again, it was sort of spoken about in very broad terms. Um, you had to really look for it and think about what they were, what they had said and put forward, um, and they've, they've done that a couple of times. But yeah, the pathways was was definitely. Uh, I think when the surveys come out for those for those principles, they'll be very interesting to see what questions so do, they is, ask. Is player pathway players going? I'll choose to my pathway to be in, through Australia rather than going overseas playing in a in a foreign league and then playing for the Socceroos. Yeah, it's seeing it's, Australia as an option. It's, it's about not hitting that ceiling. It's about not being a fantastic youth league product, but then because all the squads, there's not enough squad space or whatever else, you know, you're in that 19, 20-year-old bracket mm. where you've, you've probably missed the superstar wonder kid stage, but you're in that 19, 20, 21 bracket and you're not getting football because all the first grade spots go to, you know, older players or very young players. That's why we need... Uh, a bigger A-League and a pro that's relegation. Right. Yeah. but you know, that's yeah. it. It's about having that path into mm. professional leagues locally um, and not necessarily, like you said, Sean, having to, to try your luck overseas. Now, there was one thing, and I saw you post on Twitter, that you were like, ah, no. Nah. One thing they mentioned oh, yeah. that you were really like, that's a silly idea, don't even bother, <laughs> which was? Look, I'm just not a fan of the A-League All-Stars concept. Um, Nick, I'm actually interested. Nick, I'll get your thoughts did you on this. Watch because you would have been a young bloke. Well, did Juventus you go to the out. UVA one? I went to the UVA one. Yeah, I um, went there too. I got a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't go to the United one. There was only two games. Yeah, yeah only two games. Yeah. Um, you would have loved it because of Juventus, right? Yeah, of course. And, uh, and I was in the Do you remember Juventus. the result for that game? Like uh, we did win, but we... When you say we... Sorry. Juventus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could have been referring to Juventus. the A-League All-Stars. I don't know. Uh, Juventus won the game. Um, I don't I think it was three nil. Sound like that. Like, oh no, no, they put up, they put up a fight. They got a school. Yeah. Um, but the actual concepts. Um, you fan of the concept? It's okay. Like yeah. I, I'm not. I wouldn't say go for it again. I'm surprised they didn't go like do more of it after the two years. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, whatever, I think whatever. I, if I'd, I get, I'd rather see more like. Um, Sydney FC versus Chelsea. Yeah, uh, I do enjoy Western those United uh, Western, you know, versus Leeds, yeah. you know, when they make the Premier League, Jonathan, you know, <laughs> and stuff like I'd rather see One more day. of those exhibition games One rather day. than A-League All-Stars. Yeah, I do enjoy those. I, I remember being at the Arsenal. I've been to, look, uh, again, being also a Liverpool supporter. Yeah. Um, uh, that was a good experience as well for both clubs, but also the Arsenal game in particular, yep. I did enjoy, like, atmosphere-wise and football-wise. Like, yeah. Sydney actually played really good that day as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, I think it, I went to the Arsenal one. I don't think. Oh, I went to the Liverpool one. I don't think. I went yeah, to. yeah. So it's good to see clubs actually. I'm happy for the club friendlies. I just don't think yeah. the All Star concept is the right way to go forward. Yeah, like um, I know it does work with MLS and other places in Asia. It's but funny how like All Star stuff works so well in other sporting codes, yeah. like in the NBA. That East West Conference and stuff is just incredible. Mm. But I just don't think it'd work for us. Yeah. Yeah, and and look, there's been you know there are other concepts. Uh, uh, Nick Rapolo actually Roops um, did a did a 25 minute um, basically breakdown of uh, sort of what we're doing now, I guess, but really good breakdown on his socials. So check out Nick um, Nick's uh, video on this. But um, one of the things he said, he sort of said, you know, um, could we look at a state of origin type thing? You know, where players play for the states uh, against each other as opposed to the all-stars and most people came out and said oh look that's a rugby league thing and whatever else i mean one one concept um if, the, if we're going to do concepts and not club friendlies one thing i thought was uh and, and it'll probably work when the league expands a bit more is um foreigners versus aussies that would be cool yeah. i'd rather see that imports versus australian a-league players Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you would do it or where you would fit it in the calendar, but that's just a concept I thought would be interesting. Mm. Um, but then I don't want a case of people opting out of the game because yeah, you know, it just it just seems a bit Mickey Mouse. Yeah, for me. going, no, I don't want my child. Uh, my yeah. child my so look, that's in the document. There was um, and something else, sorry, Jonathan, that I've mentioned before that they have brought up here that they want to improve. Marquees? No, no, no. It's the cost. 
Oh, yeah. Ensure that football <coughs> becomes more open and accessible to Australian community and that the cost does not remain a barrier to participation because the cost to for SAP kids is 1500 yeah. 1, For the youth players, it's like 1800 yeah. We've touched grand. on this before. Oh, Football's the only sport where it's funded by the grassroots. So it's up. The money goes from the from the bottom down in terms of the pyramid. Um, every other sport it comes from the top down, um, so they need to reverse that. And I think that's something that the board and James Johnson have really targeted, and especially in this document. So some of the wording there, um, some of the the not smoke and daggers, but um, they want to establish what success looks like by ensuring clarity in roles and responsibilities for each of the game's stakeholders. So for me, this is basically calling out the member feds and saying this is your role this is not your role <laughs> right you focus on your local npl competitions or you know running competitions or whatever else you know you don't need uh, i think i saw uh, rabi Cram put you know you don't need 3 million dollars in administrative wages football queensland that was mm. um because you, you you should shouldn't need that many people to run competitions, but you know let leave leave the that and the you don't need to lobby governments because the FFA will lobby That's my the job, governments yeah. and have it centralised and and go to the governments with one strong voice rather than seven or eight smaller voices. Mm. So it, it, look, it's 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 a clusterfuck. It's, it's a big <laughs> bit of work for them to do, but again. Was, there's a bit of a swipe in there about that. But they've got a lot of assets, the FFA, like the Matildas and the Socceroos are two of the biggest assets Yeah, and they, in again, this they country. want to focus on building those. Yeah, and, and their identity. You know, was it the survey the other week, and it's not the first time they've come out in front that the Matildas are something like the most beloved um, team in, in the country. Mm. And I think like the top three or four were all women's teams. Yep. The netballers, the rugby yep. seven girls. It yeah, might have been something connection. else. Cricket, uh, Southern stuff. Oh, no, okay, not called that anymore. But yeah. So, yeah. So, look, um, the only other things I wanted to quickly chat about. Oh, and we hot off the press today. The FFA Cup for 2020 has been canned, unfortunately. I was uh, looking forward NPL, to seeing what jersey yeah. they were going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> the NPL Damn final it. series as well. And look, it makes sense. So, that's not going to be seen. But again, the document talked about expanding this and building on its popularity, which is great. Um, they also said, look at it, changing the popular changing the um format of it one did they so ever ever talk about an ffa cup women's they did as yeah. well yes okay, they good. certainly did yep that so would they, be exciting they, that they, be that's cool. on the agenda uh-huh. um they, but they they've sort of talked about as you know at the moment the draw's rigged so it's <laughs> member feds versus a-league clubs uh-huh, at certain stages yeah. so clearly that's one thing they can just get rid of mm. um but they also then talked about potentially having like a preliminary round to the proper cup so having groups of teams i, I don't know how that would work so I like think a mini world cup sort of, of yeah yeah sort of um I, I don't know how i don't know if that would be cost effective mm. but um look just make it a straight cup right mm, yeah just was there any more talk about changing the calendar Dates of the A-League, W-League season. Yeah, aligning the seasons yeah. and, yeah. But they specifically called out, obviously, W-League and WNPL have to remain separate because players play for both. And, and, that and is that due to so. the fact that there's just not a, enough women to, to go just play A-League and pl- just play NPL? Well, I think, yeah. And, but I think it's also the fact that the W-League isn't fully professional. So yeah, so they need more football and more time. So yeah. go from yeah, one into so the other. So they specifically called that out, which is... Uh-huh. Um, which is great. So, yeah, look, some really, really interesting stuff in there. Look, if you love this sort of stuff like I do, have a read. Um, not a lot in there offended me. Um, <laughs> they talked about the football economy and building the transfer, which just makes sense. And, and there have been people in the game uh, calling for this for, for years. Um, one of uh, – just to finish on an interesting stat, we talked about pathways, Sean, and mm-hmm. we talk about the football economy now and, and you know uh, – James Johnson's catch cry is thinking local, acting global, um, or acting local, thinking global, uh, one of those. And um, one of the stats I actually broke down and pulled out, which I thought was was super interesting, was 55% of under-23 players um, who play 25 games or more of A-League before they turn 23 
um, 55% of them are transferred overseas for a fee before they turn 23. So is that saying the more game time that they get, the better player there are, a better more product they, they become, and then they're more likely to head overseas. Yeah, and the more they become an asset. So mm. and, and 25 games, that's one full season of A-League. Mm. So 55%, so one in two. Mm. It's pretty good. Um, and, and considering, I think they said our, our income from transfers for the whole league was $1.9 million or something <laughs> in the last 12 months. Just That's what some players overseas get in a in a so, in a week. Yeah, so the, they they've put targets in their document about how much they want the Australian. But again, I think they're ridiculous. But um, there's a lot of room for growth. Mm. So yeah, sure. exciting times ahead. Yeah, well, that's anyway. That's what little chat about the principles and get voting in there. Everyone has an opportunity to go on and put their put their say in. Now looking ahead to next week, Jonathan. Mm. We get to actually preview an actual game of football. So we'll be here next Tuesday uh, with the game a few days later on uh, Friday night My at God. Netstrata, Cogra. Um, I might just go to Joe's Kitchen just for old time's sake and just, you know, <laughs> yeah, look across the Princess Highway. Just get a telescope just there. They're just <laughs> there. Climb a fence, uh, set off a few flares, whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, next week we'll definitely talk about the the Knicks game, um, how we yeah, maybe thoughts of what our starting eleven may or may not be, how much time Trent Bahaja will get, um, <laughs> what tactics will how much deploy? he loves Dick. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Trent. You don't know. You don't know. I know. I know. Okay, <laughs> okay. I know I'm not just talking generally. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so exciting! We get to talk proper football next week. You but almost got through the whole pod without making reference. I couldn't reference. help it. I yeah. couldn't help no, it. Sorry. Good. No, it's all right. It's all right. <sighs> it's making up for James's absence. I yep. like it. And we miss you, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I'm really, really, really bloody excited about that, Sean. Uh, it's going to be easier for me to put the run sheet together because I'm like review, preview, review, preview nice. of all the football that we're going to have over the next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, Victorians get across the bloody border. Stop, um, you know, stop crying poor <laughs> and making excuses. Um, you know, fog. Really? Really? I reckon, they, I reckon the AFL put fog machines at Canberra Airport <laughs> just to stop the plane coming in. Just Stay disrupt in our lives. What do you think? Stop the spread. I'll get my tinfoil hat out. Yeah. Um, but that's it, Nick. Thanks, uh, mate. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having on me. On Sky Blue Stories today, mate. Uh, absolute pleasure of ours. And... Um, you know, we'll, we'll might even get you back one day. Awesome. Uh, otherwise, we hope to see you at a game soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, that'll be a good time. Sean? If you want us to sign your jersey or whatever, <laughs> so we see you at the game, let us know. Band number three. Yeah. Band number three. Kevin, Yovan, yeah. now Nick. Awesome. All right, Jonathan, <laughs> thank you very much for this evening. Thanks, Sean. Pleasure. Thank you. Um, and everyone, uh, stay tuned, and we look forward to having you guys back next week. Take care.